We're on page Lamed Hey, Amr Aleph, in the middle of the page by the two dots Ach Afal Pikain. Tanya is giving us Eitzis how to deal with her Hurim Roim and Machshavas thoughts, improper thoughts, improper thoughts that are improper for now because he's in the middle of serving Hashem, he's in the middle of Torah and Tvila, so he shouldn't have any other thoughts besides for Torah and Tvila. So the Tanya is giving us Eitzis how to deal with the fact that having these thoughts bothers the person and stares his avoid, it disturbs his avoid Hashem in the Torah Tvila that he's doing. So the Tanya says that a person should not become disturbed or upset from the fact that he has these thoughts, just the opposite. A person should be besimcha that he has these thoughts. Now how is that possible? Why should a person be besimcha that he's being bombarded and disturbed by machshavas zaris and Im- improper thoughts or just disturbing thoughts while he's trying to be daven and learn? So the Tanya says that the way of fighters is that if two people are fighting together, when one gains an edge and starts to win the fight, so the other one is mischazik, the other one strengthens himself and he raises himself up very strongly to try to regain his footing and to try to fight back. So therefore, when the Nevashilakis is accomplishing and it's davening properly and it's learning properly, so then immediately the Nevesha Bahamas, who wants to take over the person, and he wants to take over the person's mind and his Machshavati Burumaisa, like we learned earlier in Perik Test, that that's the, that's the fight, the Nevashilakis in the mind and the Nevesha Bahamas in the Guf, in the Midas, and they're fighting to who's going to take over the, the person and in all of his capacities, the Machshavad So when the Nevesh Kis is accomplishing a good davening, a good learning, and he's getting into it, and he's fulfilling his role of taking over the guf and bringing the guf, the bringing the Nevesh Bahamas closer to Hashem, and bringing the person closer to Hashem, and that's what the Nevesh Kis is doing, because the person is actually davening and learning. So the Nevesh Bahamas that comes from the guf will immediately strengthen itself, and start to fight back. And that's why he's having these machshavazars. Meaning, these machshavas that are bothering him, that are, that are disturbing his avoida, they're not a proof that he's not davening well. They're a proof that he is davening well. And the Tanya says, you shouldn't make the mistake of people that they think that the reason why he's having these machshavas is because he's not davening well. That would be true if a person would only have one nefesh. If a person would be single-dimensional and he would have one nefesh, so then that nefesh, it's either davening or it's thinking of machshavazaris. It can't be doing both at the same time. So if a person's thinking about things that are not davening, so then obviously he's not in the davening. That would be true if a person would be single-dimensional. He would have only one nefesh. But since a person has two nefeshes, he has a nefesh alakiz and a nefesh abahamas, so the nefesh alakiz is pushing him to daven. And as strong as the nefesh alakiz pushes him to daven, the nefesh abahamas pushes him the other way. And the Nevesha Bahamas is the one that starts throwing to him these thoughts. So not, it's not a raya. Because he has these thoughts, these thoughts are not a raya that he's not davening well. Adarabah, it's a raya that he is davening well. And that's what the Tanya says, that not only should these thoughts not be a source of angst and disturbance, but they should be a source of simcha. Because if a person starts having these thoughts, it's a raya that he's davening well, and it should inspire him to daven even better, and to push them away, and to fight, and, which is what he was doing the whole time. Again, the Tanya is only talking about the fact that he's disturbed by the fact that he's having these thoughts. And that disturbance should not be a source of angst, it should be a source of simcha, because it's a raya that he is davening well. And the Tanya says it's like a marshal 
of if a person's davening and a guy comes outside of him and starts disturbing him and talking to him and trying to distract him from his davening. Because it's two separate nefoshes. The nefesh kiss is davening and the nefesh Bahamas is disturbing him just like if a, an outside disturbance would come. That obviously the only aid to deal with that outside disturbance is to completely ignore it and not to argue with it and not to get involved with it and think it's, you, it's yeah good, it's not good and why am I having this machshav and why am I not having this machshav to completely ignore and to forge ahead with a person's davening. The Tanya just adds and if it's hard for a person to do that to get these thoughts out of his mind because they're bombarding him. So then he should be maschanen to Hashem b'machshavta. He should ask Hashem for rachmanis. And he should beg Hashem in his mind for rachmanis like a father is merachim on a son because a son is a part of the father. So too every Yiddish neshama is a part of Hashem. And we should beg Hashem for rachmanis that he should save us from these machshav azaris. And the Tanya finishes off the parak that ulamano yase and Hashem will do it for his own sake. Because since we are a part of Him, so it's the covet for Hashem that, the, that this connection to Hashem should be forged through this davening and learning. And therefore, if a person asks Hashem for these rachmanis, He will definitely be granted it.